the Elite Life Podcast. With your hosts, Trisha and Kylie. Here, we guide you on a journey of personal and professional transformation. Revealing the secrets to success. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we unlock the doors to the elite world of growth, grit, and grace. So, let's dive in. Welcome back, Elite Lifers. I'm Trish. I'm Kylie. Hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Today we have a buzzworthy topic for all our realtors out there. We're going to talk about dialers. What? I know. Those nifty tools that can save you time and help you connect with potential sellers more efficiently. That's right. So dialers can be a game changer in the real estate world. And until I started using one, I thought they were super dirty and I didn't like them and I thought they were complicated and terrible. Um, But, you know, we like to... We like to help everybody work smarter, not harder. And since I've been, I've used a couple of them and um, they've really improved my ability to connect with people for sure. Yeah. And, you know, before we jump in, let's clarify what a dialer is for those of you who might be not, new to this. It's not robocalls. No, the dialer is just, it's a software device that automates the process of making phone calls. So instead of sitting there and going, five, six, five, you know, you're like pecking. Um, It helps you to be able to move faster and more efficiently by dialing for you. And then also you can have multi-line dialers where you're on the line and then the dialers rolling through the other numbers. That way, like there's going to be numbers on there that don't work. They're out of date. They don't, they're out of service, whatever, wrong person. The dialer will get through all of that noise for you so that you can make the most out of your time. Yeah. So um, that's a great point. You know, there are some common myths and misconceptions about using dialers in the real estate world that we need to debunk. So let's jump in. Give a myth number one, lady. Yeah. Myth number one is that dialers are impersonal. People often think that using a dialer means you're sacrificing that personal touch, but that's just not true. It's not so. Um, A well-placed, personalized follow-up call can make all the difference. So just make sure that when you begin the call, you sound warm, not robotic, and you're engaging with questions to build rapport and get to know more about them and their unique situation. Yeah. And part of that is going to be having a good script and not just having a good script, but being familiar with your script. And we'll probably dive into that in another episode, so I won't give too much away. But um, if you need scripts, hit up mystarsacademy.com. We got you. We got you, people. And then you download them. You get everything going. You practice in the mirror. You practice with your your, your family and your friends. You get really good at it. And it really makes you more confident, more comfortable on the phone so you don't feel like a salesperson. Yeah, you don't want to sound like that robotic. You want to feel natural. Hello, Sharon. (laughs) I am calling because I saw your house was expired. (laughs) And you're instantly hanging up. I mean, think of yourself. I know, like, if I I hear somebody who's warm and engaging and and it sounds like we're going to have a conversation, then we can have a conversation. But if I pick up the phone and you go, I told you that I would call, so I am calling now, I'm most definitely hanging up. So go ahead and do myth number two, Kai. All right. Myth number two, dialers are pushy. So some people worry that using a dialer might come off as super pushy, too aggressive. And in reality, like we just said, it's truly all about how you use it. And um, again, a well-scripted and respectful conversation, you know, like Trish, Trish says, you know, it builds rapport when you're adding that warm, friendly tone and making them feel, you know, special, like, you know, like they'll 
they'll never even really know that you're using a dialer when you answer the phone and you use first names or you say hi and you introduce yourself. You know, I've had great success converting leads using a dialer, but, you know, having a great script, like we just said, it's it's built that's built on psychology is essential. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, we'll we'll do scripts in an upcoming episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, but let's just jump into myth number three, which is that dialers are expensive. So people often think that adopting a dialer technology will break the bank. Um, while there are some costs involved, the time and efficiency you gain definitely outweigh the expenses. Yeah, and if you think about it, you know, even when I was using Vulcan, I was paying darn near $400 a month, which sounds like a ton of money because let's be real, it is a ton of money. But if I got one listing from it, that would more than pay for that cost by like 10, like 100,000 times. Um, so let's get to the top five questions we've received from our listeners about using dialers now that we've broken all of that down. And um, what's the first question, T? Uh, how do I choose the right dialer for my needs? I get this one a lot. Well, that's from a good one. That is a good one. So again, it's all about assessing your goals, your budget, and the size of your team. Is it just you or are you supporting yourself and some other agents? That's definitely something to consider. Um <clears throat> Some dialers offer more advanced features, more access. So I know some of them are just expired. Some of them also offer circle prospecting or neighborhood lookups, things like that. So make sure you do your research. There's about three or five that are most used. But since we don't have a sponsorship from any of those, we're going to let you go figure that out by yourself. <laughs> if you want us to sponsor yours, let us know. We'll use your dialer and check yeah, it out. Yeah, absolutely. So the best advice that I can give is pick two or three and set up demos for those. You definitely want to talk to someone from that company, ask all of your questions, and make sure that you are getting all the info that you need to um, get all the info that you need to make a good decision for you and your team. Yeah, and when I've been investing in dialers for the team before, a lot of it is how much you add. So they'll start with a very small basic price for yeah. a one-line dialer. And then, like I was saying, if you want them to have another line already lined up for you, if you want to add those different zip codes or um, types of prospecting, like you said, Kylie, there's a lot of different options you can add on. But for sure. start with the basics and then build off of that. Absolutely. And you know, question number two is, how can I ensure that my calls don't come across as salesy? And we kind of covered this already. Um, it's all about your script and approach, 100%. So make sure your calls are helpful and informative rather than just pitching your services. Because let me tell you something, from calling expireds, I know that they have already talked to 5,692 people who have just called and said, I saw your house went expired. Can I come over to sell your house? And they're like, well, it didn't go well last time, so what are you going to do differently? You need to be prepared to have those conversations, and a great script, which we'll cover in an upcoming episode, is going to be the key to the kingdom. Yeah, and it's always going to feel uncomfortable at first, but the more times that you smile and dial, smile and dial, the more you're going to get used to having that conversation, and that will come across, you know, leaps so and better. bounds. Yeah, people, when I when I um, used to sit and list short sales, I would 
say the exact same thing. I would run that same script. Um, and I didn't even think of it as a script. It was just how I broke down the package that they were going to sign. Um, but I would say the exact same words 10 to 20 times every single day. Yeah. So by the time I got done, people were actually paying me to list their homes. Like, here, take my money and list my house that you're going to make money off of. They're like, you sound so confident. Like, obviously, you know what you're doing. Obviously, we're in good hands. Like, they're building me up just because I had said the same thing so many times. They felt like she 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 knows her stuff inside and out. Like, she doesn't even have to think about what she's saying. So for sure. For you sure. You don't have to. I think it sometimes even helps not to use the word script because people, like, it sounds terrible. Yeah, they just have it has a lot of like negative feelings with it. But if you just again, like, you know, the program of what you're going to say, you know what you're going to break down, whether it's a process or a program or whatever it is, or the questions you're asking or the questions that you're as- asking, like, I got to get on here. I got to get the Pam, the price, the area, the motivation. Right. Ooh, so. the Pam. Pam is one of my favorite names, by the way. I watch a lot of The Office. <laughs> and that brings us to the third question, which is how do I manage and organize leads efficiently and efficiently? effectively with a dialer. Yeah, super valid concern because you have a lot of data coming and going and moving. Um, but most dialers, I think pretty much all of them have some sort of lead management tools. So you can categorize them. You can set reminders for follow-ups. If they don't, you can utilize your Google Calendar. Mm. Um, but you have to capture and translate all that information into your CRM if the dialer is separate from your CRM. So some CRMs have a dialer already equipped in it. Sometimes you're going to be using separate ones. Sometimes the dialer will work in conjunction with the CRM. Yeah, sometimes they talk to each other. Yeah, whatever way you slice it, just make sure you're always keeping tight records. It'll help you be more efficient. It'll help you be more successful. Yeah, and you also want to make sure that you're implementing a follow-up system. And like, I don't mean just like calling and texting them until you die or until they tell you to never call them again or they're going to, you know, threaten to call the cops. You know, you need to send them a card, mail them a brochure, pop by their house and try to meet them, especially if you're calling for sale by owners or expired listings. Um, I think we were talking to Josh Pono in, in the episode where we interviewed with him. And it's super important to not just have a great script and not just have the right tone. You need to have a really good follow-up system that doesn't just include calling and texting and calling and texting and emailing and calling and texting and calling. To, like that everybody else is doing that. Think of creative ways to connect with these people. Stalk them on Facebook. Find them on Facebook. Send them a friend request. Send them a greeting card. You know, send them a pie at Thanksgiving. You know, do something that's going to set you apart. And I'm confident that if you trust the process and you love on people, they'll love on you back or they'll you'll at least be memorable as a weird stalker who's setting people pies. <laughs> well, the <laughs> other thing is um, an event, right? So inviting them to a free seminar or a community event that you've set up. We yeah. just finished our um, Elite Realty Trunk Retreat back in October and that was all like Fall Fest and it was for, we had, we had something for everybody. Yeah. So we had like face painters, we had inflatables, but we also had like grandma I seen grandma at church and she's like you guys had the most amazing pizza and I'm like yeah five dollar hot and ready people love free food so if nothing else let me tell you something spaghetti and pancakes are super cheap have your office do a spaghetti dinner or a pancake dinner set up some games with some tape on the floor and some tennis balls it doesn't have to be fancy it just has to bring people in and give people an opportunity to meet you to start to know like and trust you and to see what you guys are about. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that brings us to question four. That's a good one. Are there any legal considerations when using dialers? Yeah, stay out of jail, people. Okay. It's crucial to follow all of the relevant laws and regulations like the Telephone Consumer Protection Act and the, you know, the National Do Not Call Registry. Make sure you stay compliant to avoid legal issues because ain't nobody got time to go to jail. No. Not for that kind of stuff anyway. <laughs> if you're going to go to jail, make sure it's for something good. <laughs> All right. Last and final question. What's the best way to train my team on how to use the dialer effectively? Absolutely. You definitely want to make sure that you're training your team. Invest time in teaching your team how to use the dialers properly, crafting scripts, handling objections. Consistency is key here. And if you want more help, Stars Academy is a great place to get training on how to maximize your investment on a dialer with scripts and follow-up tips. Um, you want to make sure that you're setting, especially when you're onboarding a new dialer, you want to make sure that you're setting time aside to meet with your team, let everybody know, hey, we're going to do a demo so-and-so from whatever company is going to call us. We're going to go through all the things. You're going to get to ask your questions. And then at least for the first couple of weeks, I would definitely recommend just checking in with your team, making sure they don't have any questions and just seeing how they're feeling about things and making sure they're using it. Because the last thing you want to do is pay all this money for your team not to use it. And most people don't use things because they don't know how. So again, training is key. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And that's going to bring us to a wrap for our episode. What? Thanks for joining us, friends. We know you have a lot of options out there, and we appreciate that you tune into ours. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our fantastic episodes. Every Thursday, they come at you, a new one. Share, show us some love, do the things. <laughs> we'll see you next Thursday on a new episode of Elite Life. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Elite Life Podcast with Trish and Kylie. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend so we can keep delivering you more fantastic insights on grit, grace, and growth. Stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook, where we'll keep the ideas flowing to help you build a life you love and leave a legacy you can be proud of. Until next time.